We now start the fifth parak of Masechus Nazir. This is chapter 5, Mishnah 1. And the topic, the primary topic of this chapter is revolving around one who errs. He makes a mistake regarding um, his having accepted to be a Nazir. Now, in the previous parak, we learned different ways in which one could essentially um, undo a Nazir's commitment. We had the Hatara, the Hafara, the Macha at the end there. And um, here we're also going to potentially be undoing and expanding a little bit on the halachas with respect to Hatar and Hafara in some degree in this in this parak, um, as well as exploring um, what happens if one took on an erroneous or made a mistake in taking on being a Nazir. Now, the first two Mishnahis of this parak um, really deal with something kind of fundamental and sort of off-topic, except at its bedrock, it really is the basis of it, um, which is the topic of Hektesh Taos. If one makes a mistake when he declares something to be Kodesh, when he consecrates something, um, whether or not such a consecration, such a declaration, is binding. Now, that's a pretty fundamental machlokas that um, finds its um, way all over Shas. Um, and the bottom line is that Beis Hillel say no, Hektish Taos is not Hektish, and Beis Shammai say yes, it is. Um, now, that's going to find its way to really have implications by Naziris as well. And the reason why is because, if you recall back from Masechus Nadarim, um, the bedrock of the capacity for a person to make um, Nidre Isser, to declare something to be forbidden through speech and that to be binding, um, the Pashtas, it, it, it devolves from one's ability to consecrate um, Nidre Hektish. A person can consecrate something for the base of English and must consecrate Korbanos, for example, making them into a formally declaring them to be a korban, um, and that affects that the animal now is invested with the kedusha, as well as um, restrictions of iser. And a person could say that um, not only is his like sacrificial animal consecrated, but even his pen could be forbidden for use as if it were a korban. Now, um, the rule is that when one does a consecration, any kind of hafla, verbal declaration, which will affect iser, so the rule is, in general, one has to have piv velibo shavin, his mouth and his mind need to be in the same place, or put in more succinct terms, he has to mean what he says. So if a person didn't mean to accept or create Isser or become a Nazir, um, then the fact that he actually said that he was or something or that it was forbidden uh, won't be binding. Uh, we saw the flip side of that, which is a person does not necessarily need to um, say what he means explicitly. If he means to effect this thing that he's doing, um, but he doesn't say quite explicitly what he means. So there are other mechanisms. We had Yadus, we had um, Kinoi, which could essentially say that, oh, he didn't say precisely what he meant. We understood what he meant from context, and therefore it's still effective. But the rule is if he didn't mean in the first place, to effect this restriction, if he didn't have piva livashaman, he didn't have his mouth aligned with what he intended in his heart, then no, it will not be binding. So if you make it, you say something you didn't mean, it won't be binding. Now, an exception to that rule, and this exception is perhaps the only exception, or virtually the only exception, um, and this that is agreed to by both Hill, Beis Hill and Beis Shammai, is in the context of Tamura. Tamura is the transference of Kedusha from one sacrificial animal to another. The Torah prohibits such an activity. The Pasuk says, in this is Vayikra Chavzayin Pasuk Yud, Lo yachli fenu, if you have a consecrated animal, you can't exchange it with someone else's animal. 
and you can't even take two of your own animals and attempt to transfer the Kedusha from one animal which had been invested, let's say, to be, let's say, an Ola, and say, no, I changed my mind of it. Another animal, even a better animal, transfer the Kedusha from animal A, which is now the Ola, to be animal B, and I'll bring the animal B instead. You cannot do that. That's a law from the Torah. If you do do that, despite the fact that it's prohibited by the Torah, so the consequences are that the, I'll call it the worst case scenario from this guy's perspective, in as much as the new animal also becomes invested with sanctity, but the old one isn't relieved of its sanctity. So now you have two consecrated animals and both have to be brought. If they can be brought, if they can't be brought for whatever reason, then, but they both are invested with um, Kedusha. Now the Pasuk here says, Hu utumuraso yihyeh kodesh. Now the word yihyeh, shall be kodesh, is meyutar, it's superfluous. It could have simply said, Hu utumuraso kodesh. Both this and that animal, both animals are, are sanctified. The yihyeh is totally extra. And that comes to teach us that even if a person declared this tumura and he didn't exactly actually mean what he said, it will still be binding, and that new animal will be consecrated. So that means, for example, a person, let's say, has two animals, a white and a black animal, and he is thinking, let's say, he wants the black animal to be the new Corbin, so he says he wants to do Tamura and, and uh, transfer the Kedusha from his current Corbin onto the black animal, but instead of saying black, which is what he meant, he says the white animal. So now that would be a classic case of Piv Valibo Eno Shavin, that what he said isn't what he and what he meant was not in alignment. He didn't mean to declare the white animal to be uh, consecrated. And therefore, under normal circumstances, that should not be effective. But the Yihyeh, it shall be in all cases, even if it's a toe, some mistake, Bishogik, a person didn't mean to transfer it to that white animal, but he said white, it will in fact also become Kodesh. So that's a unique rule that applies to. Tamura, based on that pasuk and the extra word yihyeh. Beishamai hold that from Tamura, we extrapolate that principle to the rest of Kol Torah Kula, and we say anytime a person declares something to be consecrated, um, or effects, tries to affect a nether, a nether or a nazirus, a subset of nether, essentially, and he does it betos, he makes a mistake in what he did, it doesn't matter, it's binding. Learned out, extrapolated from the rules of Tamura, the Yihyeh word. Basil will say, no, the word Yihyeh is localized by Tamura. It doesn't extend to the rest of Kol Torakula. It's a special, unique din that's peculiar to Tamura. And the reason why you can't learn out from Tamura elsewhere is because when it comes to Tamura, there really was an existing, um, like a resting place, if you will, of Kedusha. And there, was a current, there was an animal that was already consecrated. So it like had reached like the, the end of the line. There was devolved, Kedusha devolved upon it, and now you're just trying to extend it to something else. Um, so that kind of that kind of works, because there was Kedusha to start with. However, in a scenario where you didn't have some existing Kedusha to work with, um, and you just said now, you just said out of the blue, I want my white animal to be a, an Ola, but you meant black, you said white on accident, so then it says base Hillel, that will never work, because you didn't have any existing um, Kadusha to work with that was like already at rest at its end point, and um, that being the case, it just it just uh, it doesn't extend beyond Tamura. That's the basic starting point. Um, but now our mission is going to discuss essentially um, 
the extrapolation of that principle in the Machlokas between Beis Hill and Beis Shammai, and that will actually um, really keep us um, engaged a little bit for the next few Mishnahs. So here the Mishnah Aleph begins. It says, Beis Shammai Omrim Hektish Taos Hektish. Beis Shammai's basic thesis is that if a person declares something to be consecrated, he's mocked the shit. Even if what he says is ta'ut, is a mistake, meaning um, what he said, he didn't mean what he said, still, it's binding, it's hektish. Ubeisil omrim eno hektish. Beisil say, no, it isn't. And the basis of that, like I said before, is from Tamura. The mission doesn't discuss its source. It just says that's what their positions are. Keita. Now we give examples. Now these examples are examples of how it extends beyond Tamura. I'm not talking about Tamura anymore. Um, and it's, um, well, it is what it is. So here the mission says inside, Keita. Here's an example. Amar, if a person says, Shorsha Chorsha Yetzimabesi, Rishon, the black cow that comes from my house first, the first one out the door, Harehu Hektesh, that's the one I declare to be consecrated, I'm going to give it to the base of Mikdash. Now, he said, the first black cow, the Yatalavan, and a white cow comes out, so Beishamai Omrim Hektesh, Beishamai say, uh, that's not what exactly what he meant to happen, he expected a black cow, not a white cow to come out, but, here comes the white cow, and too bad, it's consecrated hektish and basil omrim eno hektish basil say no, nothing doing, it's not consecrated because you can't learn this out from tomorrow. Whereas basham, I say you can. Now, obviously, something a little funny has happened here. So, the first thing is this: the way the Gemara the Gemara raised the point, it's a little strange that he said the first black cow and a white cow came out. So why in the world should the white cow even come into the discussion here? So the Gemara takes it as, as Pashat, that what's going on in this person's mind when he said the first black cow, he meant the first cow. And the blackness was not relevant at all. He just expected it to be black. But it happens to be white, and therefore it's bounding anyways, even though he didn't say that. So, you know, it's something along the lines of, I think, this is, this is really just me giving an example. If a person would say, you know, he's got a, a lot of new cars, and he says the first shiny new car off this lot, you know, is going to be hectish. So now... If it happens to be that the first car that goes off the lot um, happens to be matte, have a matte paint finish, which is rather unusual, I guess, um, when he, he, he didn't mean, when he said shiny new, he, the, part, the shiny part wasn't uh, really essential. He meant the first new car off the lot. Um, and the shiny, he just said, but, you know, he expected it to be shiny, but that wasn't really essential. So, so to hear... Presumably he had black cows. He said the first black cow out. He didn't mean black as an essential component. And therefore, even though it's white, it's still going to be binding. So that's the basic reading of the Mishnah. That's understanding. And that's really how the next Mishnah is all going to have to be understood the same kind of way. Um, I just want to speak out. There's really the same issue. I'm just going to raise a second question, which is um, to make sure it's clear. But really the answer is what I just already said, which is when it came to the Tamura case, what happened is the person said the white animal should be sanctified. He meant to say black, but he said white. So we're fulfilling what he said. The din is, according to Beishamayim, they sell both. The white one, now that he said it, is consecrated based, consecrated based on that word yiyya. Here, he's saying the first black cow out of the house, but it happens to be white. And the white one that came out first is the one that gets consecrated. So that, of course, is not what he said. He said black, and we're saying the white one is consecrated. And the, So that's the question. And the answer is the same answer I gave before, which is when he said the first black one, he didn't mean black at all. He meant first. 
and black wasn't consequential, kind of like when I say the first shiny new car, I didn't mean shiny, I just meant new. I meant first, whatever it was, but I didn't mean shiny wasn't essential. So first black cow, I just meant the first cow, and therefore the fact that it happens to be white doesn't matter because it's first, and that's why um, it's effective, even though I didn't intend it to be a black one, uh, white one, I thought it would be a black one. Okay, so that's this first Mishnah here, and the next Mishnah really will have the basically the same um, two more cases with, on the very with the very same uh, principles at work.